You look lovely. <laughs> you know the challenge with old ladies, not clowns. <laughs> Is that what you went for? No, that's what you went for. Malaysia, you were watching me and you tried to copy me. Look in the mirror. Look at me and look at you. You have blue eyeshadow on your eye. I have silver. Girl, Malaysia and Mistress. Sometimes I don't know if they're serious. I don't know if they're playing. Malaysia, I'm Baby, I'm gorgeous. I am gorgeous. What are you? You have drag delusion. Yeah, you got drag confusion. <laughs> At this point, I'm playing with Malaysia because I feel like she really made a big deal out of nothing. And that's just my way of showing love. She probably wants to intimidate me, but it's not going to work. I make her day. <laughs> this is the kind of drag race dynamic that I am here for. And when there are cries for, you know, 18 more minutes of drag race each week, I'm like, well... If we get more of this and maybe slightly longer runways, then I agree with you. Yeah, this felt, uh, it felt lighthearted, even though I think they're setting up a storyline that Malaysia is actually not, this is grading on her, if you will. Oh, sure. Uh, in the talking head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think a clip from next week shows that maybe they, uh, they fight again, um, but like this time for real, like, oh, you want to really fight? Yeah, but this was so entertaining. It was vintage, right? Um, yep. Vintage in terms of drag race, but also in terms of just, I don't know, how people throw shade. I I couldn't help but need to clip something else just to kind of put next to this. I'm glad that we're starting here. Um, so there's a movie from 1980 called The Mirror's Cracked. Uh, do you know this movie? With Elizabeth Taylor? Yes. Uh, I, I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it, yeah. Okay, so just, okay, we just heard that clip of the week. Now listen to this. Nina, darling, I didn't see you. Why, Lola, what a delightful surprise. You're looking lovely as always. Of course, there are fewer lights on than usual. In fact, any fewer, and I'd need a seeing eye dog. Oh, I shouldn't bother to buy one, dear. In that wig, you could play Lassie. Same adorable sense of humor. And I'm so glad to see you not only kept your gorgeous figure, but you've added so much to it. What are you doing here so early, dear? I thought the plastic surgery seminar was in Switzerland. Actually, darling, I couldn't wait to begin our little movie. You know the saying. Once an actress, always an actress. Oh, I do know the saying. But what does it have to do with you? <laughs> Cute angel. So do tell, how does it feel to be back after being away so long? Love your outfit, darling. Drink, Mrs. Babcock. Mr. Rudd is getting me one himself, thank you. What are you supposed to be, a birthday cake? Too bad everybody's had a piece. Right, can we have a big smile, please, ladies? Chin up, darling. Both of them. <laughs> I'll stop it there. It's like listening to tennis. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and it is. It's that, like, it, I think what's what I love about that is, like, I mean, it, it is kind of seeing, like, oh, what are they going to volley back? And, like, mm. knowing that it can't be a lazy read. I think there's that, too, that, like, the bar is raised in these kind of dialogues, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, oh, my gosh, you make a tennis reference, Mary. I'm all ears. I'm Vanessa Williams over here. Oops, yeah. did I say Vanessa? I meant Serena. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm Oracine Price over here. Yeah. I mean, Mary, she's the one that worked on Serena's serve. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so. Uh, no, I saw uh, that movie. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. Um, 
but no, the the idea that like, yeah, you need to make it a great shot. You need to try to get it by them. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to try to like put an angle on it so that it goes somewhere different in the court. And then, you know, they have to, you know, use their backhand. You know what I mean? Ugh, I just I love that that idea of rallying with somebody. And that's what we heard between um, Izzy and Malaysia. Yeah, uh, Izzy just, Brooks in Malaysia. Izzy Brooks in Malaysia. Just a wonderful little tennis rally. And I don't know. There's something. It's so lighthearted. And it, I, I I put it next to the queen that went home first. And that I mean. I, I know. I Irene. Her name because we're, she's like, she doesn't want people talking about her that don't do drag. So. Oh, that's right. We <laughs> She doesn't want to hear anything from any review shows. We are... Uh, re- recappers non grata. I know, yeah, I know, because right. we don't do. We were we're we're just fans, and we don't do drag. We don't do drag. Oh, <laughs> uh, we don't know anything about drag. Uh, no. Shut your dra- no drag knowledge mouth. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the she went home first. There's just such a difference. I feel like between Izzy and Malaysia doing this versus like what Irene was trying to do. I just don't think Irene knows how to do this very well. Or maybe what they showed, I shouldn't I shouldn't make a broad statement. I, what they showed was her just kind of being mean with people that didn't want to play tennis with her. Even though, and then maybe when she went to Isabel, and we did see that, that's right. When she went to Isabel, Isabel oh, I got my racket. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But like, even Isabel, who's like, you know, uh, even Izzy, who's great on the court, is like, yeah, sometimes Irene, like, really, it, it's like she doesn't want the ball to come over back to her again. You know what I mean? Like, I mm. feel like I feel like this this is like I'm going to really I'm going to really stretch my my tennis references. But I feel like you don't want a 40 love. You know what I mean? You kind of want it to go back and forth. Oh, I, I you know see. what I'm saying? You know where I'm going? You don't want to ace it. You, you don't, don't want to wanna... ace it. You don't want to ace yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to ace it. it. You don't want to ace it. You want it. You want to start a rally. Uh, yeah, you don't want a, a love game. That's what it would be called, Mary. Mm, a is love that a game. Sweet title, a love game, because that's all it is. It's just Izzy <laughs> Brooks showing a little love. Because and this is my favorite. part Oh no, of but all a this. love game, Mary, is is what you don't want. You well, didn't want a forty is, love. This yeah. is a love game you do want because, yes, and it's an ironic name because all she's doing is like Isabel Brooks is being kind of a secret adult in the room, not so secret maybe, but kind of a camp counselor energy of like mm. I know Malaysia's inner feelings a little bit, and I'm just trying to lighten the mood with her yeah you know? no i you're right it was such an interesting way to approach it instead of being like hey are we good it was uh-huh. more like oh i'm i'm gonna play with you and this is this is how i play with people i pick up my tennis racket and mm-hmm. i and i throw him a little ball you know and before she you know realizes malaysia she's playing again even though yeah. cuts the talking head she's like i think she's trying to intimidate <laughs> me which is just great editing i just love that cut yeah for sure for sure. So, yes, uh, the other thing that you mentioned was, you know, if we get 15 more minutes of Drag Race, we want more of this and maybe a little bit more runways. Mary, I have to tell you, so many of these segments, particularly the runway, felt like it was a coming up on Drag Race or a previously on Drag Race segment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, again, I recognize that early in the season, we were like, you know, eat it, bitches. You know, <laughs> let's get these episodes shorter. You know, let's bring back Quibi, you know. Cut it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cut your episodes. Cut them down. Um, so I, I, I. I'm podcasting. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I'm podcasting. I'm podcasting. Ha! 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 
Um, but uh, I I do recognize that it, it it has not improved greatly, and I felt the rush this week. That being said, you know, I also never need to see Queens rehearsing choreography. So, well, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know what we got out of that. I mean, I will say this. Maybe there was more and they needed to cut it. The it's so unfortunate. But the the segment that I feel like you could have just scrapped was Leland and Stitch. It was I, I just didn't get anything out of it. It didn't end up mattering in terms of the final product because, like, where people faltered was not their voices, or it was like, right. you know, or their or their lyrics. It was not get it. It was, it was you know, it's not lip syncing, or it was you know, being messy Energy on stage, or too much, you know, too many death drops. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I agree. It didn't add anything to the narrative, and also there wasn't anything really that funny that segment. No, not really. And I mean, if anything, it, it I kind of made it very obvious that Robin was going to go home and it was sort of like setting up that it would be Robin versus Aura because you have Aura saying, oh, this is what I do. But then also being like, oh, I got to protect my voice. And anytime a queen wants to, like, you know, spare her health for a reality TV show, it's like, get out of here. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get your crutches and get out of here. You yeah, know. get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, get it out of here. Um, <laughs> yeah, everyone gets Gretchened out, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I think they could have cut that segment for sure and lengthened the runways that much more. Yeah, it was. I, I definitely noticed. And again, there have been people who've pointed out that, like, you, again, you go back to the old seasons where, like, there have been a couple runways oh, yeah. no, that had sure. split screens, even for sure. You know, yeah, yeah. and and again. I mean, and okay, so here's an unpopular opinion. Here we go. Uh-oh. Here we go. Alexis Michelle. Here we go. Here Uh-oh, we go. lights are going down. Here we go. Love it. So I th- – there wasn't much on the runway that they needed to show. I mean, that's the other side of it is like in general longer runways this week, I'm good. We got enough of Sasha Colby, right? It w- mm-hmm. That was probably the best look. Like, by mm. far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in terms of, like, you know, uh, understood the assignment, as they say, and... and Well, and stuck out, you know? Right, oh, right. God. It wasn't... It was, like, yeah, it was tie-dye, but it was also, like, impeccable tie-dye. What a boring challenge. What a boring runway, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, tie-dye and denim. Two things I don't... I don't... <sighs> don't do nothing for tie-dye, me. Tie-dye... To, to be honest with you, Mary, I feel like tie-dye would be... Like part of a seventies ball. Mm, yes, absolutely. It would be like one of the three. One looks. look of mm-hmm. of a of a collection. Yeah. I'm I don't want this to be the main course. No, absolutely not. No, I want this to be like the bowl of crunchy Cheetos on the coffee table during the the mingling part of the party. I don't want this to be like what's put out in the chafing dish. <laughs> exactly. So you have like a seventies ball and the first category is tie die to die for right that's uh-huh. category one and then category two is like you know uh disaster films oh dare to dream <laughs> dare to dream uh disco is a great category right then you do discos category two and then category three would be disaster films no uh yeah. it would be something else right the gas um, crisis yeah <laughs> topical humor 
The egg crisis. That's what we're going to have. The egg crisis. The egg yeah. Oh, Mr. Eggman, bring oh, me my Oh, Mr. Eggs. Eggman, bring, my, bring me my egg crisis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't. I can't. They're so expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, Edith, I don't know. Anyway, um, I uh, now I'm really trying to think about what the third category would be. I mean, I think RuPaul would make it disco, but I think disco is the second category. The third one is going to be, it's not bell bottoms. It's not peace. Uh, maybe it is revolution. Maybe 70s is revolution. And that's the third category maybe. to interpret. And they have I... to build that in the workroom. Oh, got to make another boat. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't remember the seventies, but uh, oh, you don't? I don't. Yeah, I don't know her. <laughs> the seventies. <laughs> uh, oh God, uh, that was fifty years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that, that was wild. fifty. That was fifty something years 50 ago. Fifty years ago. Um. Anyway, this episode was really short, but we got uh, you know the full girl groups. We got three different girl groups. Um, and, and here we are. I, I, it's, it might not be the clip of the week, but we could start off by saying Sasha can't win every episode. I think that's the challenge is that they just can't give it to Sasha every single episode. And I don't think that I've got any like, you know, Sasha colored glasses on here. I think- It's just, you know, the heart knows what it knows. This is just a gut response. The moment she walked into that workroom in that in that sort of a golf caddy meets like I don't know, like downtown LA, like, you know, hoopty so car cool. kind of like I wouldn't fuck with her, but I'd love to hang out with her kind of look. I was like, I don't care what she does on the runway. Give her the crown. Yeah. Yeah, give her the crown. Give Sasha Colby the crown. She she won this episode the other one that was up for debate was Mistress. I have to say, I think Sasha won the runway and the challenge, which is why I would have given it to Sasha over Mistress. I have thoughts on Mistress's runway look, but I'll say it again because I don't know if many people heard me. Mistress Isabel Brooks is not only my pizza queen, but like she's also who I'm low-key rooting for to win. Mm, yeah. It, she, I, is, yeah. she is representing like what... I want Drag Race to become again. She really is. I I feel like it is is confidently running away with the season. Absolutely, and I think even in this clip of the week in this talking head, it's like even 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 especially later on the runway when RuPaul gives her the note to give to Marcia about oh. her makeup, and she says, "Yeah, I'm getting her together." And Ru's like, "Okay," and I was like, "This is it. You are going to the finale." Yeah, she is talking to you like a contemporary. She's exactly, talking to you she's like Bob like the Drag Queen. Yeah. yeah. I, it, I just that is that's you know I, I'm it's like if sugar and spice was for a certain audience then then Izzy is for an audience that I feel included in. Oh, absolutely! She is she was keeping that type of drag and that type of reality TV alive. I have to tell you, Mary. Besides Sasha, Mistress is the most interesting contestant on the season, like by far. I yeah, I would say so in terms of like the one I'm kind of sitting up and and paying attention to. I think other people are bringing some fun dynamics, but then there's kind of like who has like the stickiness quality. Like who who sticks with us? Who do we talk about seasons later? Who do we remember and go, "Ugh, weren't they great?" And I yeah. feel like yeah, 
yeah uh, mistress. Uh, I, I will say there's somebody that's like in the sandbox with mistress this episode that I think is is also doing the damn thing and doing a really good job at being on TV and that's Lux Lux is doing a great job on being on TV and is also giving me some like vintage drag race. Like I also uh-huh. feel like like in Metal Gate this week, I like that she was not afraid to, you know, look the quote unquote villain because I'm sure she yeah. got all kinds of I'm sure she and Mistress got all kinds of bullshit. On social media about bullying, stupid. and it's so stupid. stupid. It's it like so a, stupid, especially when the... you have Malaysia, a contestant, being like, "Yeah, you were bullying." It's like, girl, I know. I like. There's something about like really talk about a baby doll. I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> we're a bunch of queerdos in drag. No one's the bully, you know. Yeah, they're not bullying you. They're not bullying you. They're they're saying they want it. They're not. Yeah. I don't know. I I didn't see it that way. Uh, I understand that Malaysia did. Uh, I don't think Sasha would think it that they were bullying. I don't know. It's, it was, it's, it's all that, how you approach it, right? Yeah. And, you know, at the same time, I can't say that I didn't empathize with Malaysia and her feelings. And I was so proud of her being like, no, actually, uh, you're not doing it. And right. like there was a there was an underdog feeling. And I, I feel like what. I know that, like, obviously, Lux and Mistress were like they were playing. Obviously, yeah, they and were obviously obviously playing. playing. It was prodded. It felt like it was right. like, girls, we need more here. We need more conflict here. Can you do this again? Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. But it's the kind of dynamic where it doesn't really leave Malaysia and company to do anything other than to just kind of be the like the rollovers to like mm. let them have that moment of like, well, guess we're doing it. And I appreciated that Malaysia was like, yeah, this is cute, but no, you're not. And I, I just, I don't know. There was, I feel like there's a lot of us out there who were like in, in some way I've been Malaysia in this moment, or I've wanted to stand up the way Malaysia did, you know, you've um, wanted to, you know, seven hours later, but you didn't in the yes. moment. Yeah. Yep. In the shower the next day yeah. I was Malaysia. Yeah. Well, people like Lux and mistress bank on the fact that nobody wants conflict with them because mm-hmm. they're good at, at facing confrontation, right? Facing conflict. Um, most people do not want that. They don't want to be uncomfortable you know, yeah. they don't want to yeah. look somebody in the eye and be like, I disagree. Right. I mean, even I think they even said an untucked, like even Sasha was going to give in. Right. And uh, though I, I I felt like I was watching some playground dynamics and Sasha was like the eighth grader with the sixth graders. You know what I mean? Like she mm. was it was definitely like outdoor kids versus indoor kids. And like Sasha was like. You know, she was defending these like these indoor kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, "Hey guys, you know, actually, you don't have any right to have this." See, right? But yeah. she doesn't. But she doesn't. She's not the teacher. She can't end the conflict. Yeah, you know? she, right. She is not the teacher. In she's this not moment. the teacher. She's <laughs> just the eighth grader. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and and Principal Estides is just in another group entirely, so she can't help. Oh no, no, she's she's in a meeting. Yeah. She's in a meeting. She's in a meeting to talk about how cold it is in the school and where are those robes? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I I I thought Sasha uh won mistress is again just like winning the season so far. Uh but you, you got to give it to Lux for also playing along for getting the wink wink nudge nudge. Um I I hope I hope that now, looking back, Malaysia watches this and he's like, oh, kind of like Valerie Cherish talking to Andy Cohen. Like, mm-hmm. I get it now. I get right, it. Right. Right. Character. Okay. Yeah. 
But I like, especially paired with like what happened between her and Marsha and Untucked. I also like. I just felt like God. I, I this would this is exactly who I would be. I would totally snap like this, and I probably yes, would, you Mary, know, I see that in you. Yeah, yeah, I would absolutely snap like this, and so like I'm not. I can't read Malaysia a bit because I no, 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 no. Malaysia is us, Mary. Malaysia, yeah, is Malaysia, us. us. We yeah, are, we aren't relating to Mistress and Lux. We're like at all. <laughs> I don't know, admiring it, right? Yes, but yeah. then we're like, oh, but we're Malaysia. Yeah, yes, we're Malaysia. we are complete Malaysias, and I, you know, so it was it was kind of fun to watch that dynamic and obviously when they when her team won medal i cheered like aura i had a fist in the air i was like, yes uh, you were chad michaels in the i back. chad michaels and i was like yes and i and i uh and i just i was so excited i was serena williams yeah bite the, apple. the apple yeah, yeah exactly this show is sponsored by better help winter is here mary and that is usually my cue to hibernate which sounds cozy, but is really just me not exercising, getting sunlight, or eating anything that grew from this earth unless it's fried and salted. So basically, what are you going to do? Watch TV and eat chips? Yeah, looking just like Nomi Malone. Hibernation mode is not me at my best self. On days like that, I try to think about myself at the end of the day and how I want that version of myself to feel. Essentially, me now has to think about me later. Hmm, it sounds like Yoda. A little guidance along the way never hurt nobody. A little guidance like a therapist? Mary, we're in fact talking about therapy. And I do love talking about therapy. Marys, especially at this time of year, if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. That's right. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AllRightMary today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash AllRightMary. All right, Mary. Anyway, uh, the baby doll is here. And then... Uh, so were the course, old gays. Yes, yeah, so were the old gays. I got to say, that little read, I think, would have ended differently. The baby doll is here, and then Malaysia says, oh, sorry, Mistress says to Malaysia, not Annabelle, bitch. It would be Megan now. It would be Megan. Megan is the new, yeah, Megan is the Whenever new. Whenever you woman. reference a doll in yeah, front you of gay people, doll, they talk it's, about Megan. It's not Chucky. No longer. No. It's not, yeah, it's been Annabelle. Jennifer Tilly. No, it's it. It was Annabelle, but now it is Megan, the queer. Now icon. it's Megan. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Megan. Yeah, Megan. Did you see Megan? I'll, I, I want to talk about it on nuance. Did you talk about? Or did you uh, watch it? I haven't seen it. Uh, no, I did hear that a dog dies, but you know, uh, that's oh, okay. You know, a dog died in Hereditary. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Mary. A dog yeah. died in Hereditary. Um, a dog also dies in Single White Female. Yeah, I'll never watch that movie. Oh, you just have to skip that scene. Yeah, I need but to otherwise that movie is stamp. fantastic. Yeah. Um, no, I, 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 we will talk about it in nuance. But yes, Megan, the queer icon, and uh, that would be the joke now. Is uh, Malaysia Megan Fox? Yeah. Megan Fox. Yeah, we got a new Megan Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, yes, uh, we have these golden gal groups, uh, girl groups, and then the old gays basically come in, they say one thing, and then RuPaul goes, thank you very much. Right. He's like, so, you know, what's the what's the key to long life? 
having fun. Okay, thank you. Out. You know. Bye. Bye. They and I, I appreciate it at least an untucked. They got a, a nice unrushed untucked exclusive segment. Yeah, it makes me wonder if they were ever featured in this episode in the ninety minutes at all. Uh how do you mean? Like if Because it be it, they their segment was an untucked exclusive. It was never Right, right. Like un- unless they like moved it to untucked and took something else out, but like I don't that seems like a lot of editing for untucked. I don't know. Um I don't think that they I don't think that they did that. I think that it was always going to live as an untucked exclusive. Yeah. Well, then maybe they just got more a little more time, you know, at in the, the start there. At yeah. the start there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know, they're I, missing a, you know, a quarter of them. So I was going to say, yeah, what uh, what is that about? There was a joke somewhere. I don't even know if it was a joke or not, but uh, one of the old gays on social media was like, oh, yeah, the fourth one, he's in Puerto Vallarta. Oh, well, I mean, I'm it's probably like, true. Well, that could be a joke or it could be true, which I yeah. love. Yeah, I, I, one of them had a little uh, a little ankle thing on it. I feel like there's a, um, a plantar fasciitis situation. That's like, that's oh, relatable. I thought you said he had a little ankle thing on like he was on house arrest. Oh, no, he was not on house arrest. <laughs> no, on workroom arrest. No. Uh, yeah, he had a little plantar fasciitis sock on. So I thought, you know, really oh. representation this week. Let me tell you, plantar fasciitis, it is all about stretching, Mary. Yeah. You have to stretch not just the feet, you, you know, you have to stretch the Achilles tendon. That's key. It is so key to anybody suffering from plantar fasciitis like me. It is about stretching around everything around that. So like definitely the Achilles, definitely the calf. You have to stretch the fuck out of it like three times a day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you know, uh, good tips for bottoming as well. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, stretch. Yeah, that's right. Stretch and regularly. I mean, I gotta say, you know, much like a butt plug, like you need to have inserts. If you are mm-hmm. one that's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just gonna go to Doctor Scholl's. No, 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 no. Go to a podiatrist. Have them give you like the next level up type of the ones butt that plug. form to yeah. your feet. You don't have to spend the $600 to get, you know, the, the ones specially made. No, you get the ones that form to your feet. That is key to the, and then literally get maybe two pairs if you want, or just keep switching them out between all of your shoes. That has been key to making myself be able to walk in the morning again. Folks, I'm an old gay, Mary. <laughs> yeah, we've got our fourth old gay. I, I think this the audition just happened. Listen, there are people out there that hear me. And I love that. No, I absolutely. We if we don't make these references, we lose these references, and it's always worth it for the three and a half people out there who are like you spoke to me that day. That's right. I have plantar fasciitis, and oh my god, you're absolutely right about the inserts. Mm. Don't buy the ones from CVS. Go to a podiatrist and get that brand. Ugh. Some people feel seen right now, <laughs> and that's important. People were scared. People were scared. People were seen. Oh my god! We've already talked about how how Rosa has such mistresses, Bell Brooks. Uh huh. Right? Yeah. Okay. Like it's yes. just that's I think why I loved it right off the bat is that I I immediately got open your purse energy <laughs> from mistress yeah. like immediately open your purse. <laughs> uh, no, for sure. Even when she says like, what I love about mistress so much is she'll say a read, and she's like that. That shy, giggling girl in the back of the room. Like, uh-huh. when she says, she's like, not Annabelle, bitch. And then she just kind of disappears into the hedge. I just love mm-hmm. it. 
Yeah, like she's you kind of I don't know. It, she she kind of will often read with a smile, so it's like uh-huh. oh, it just doesn't feel harsh. Yeah, she's cracking herself up while she says it. Right, yeah. right, which I love. Yeah, uh, I know. I just want to note uh, the the spice level this week was you know uh, I would put the goofiness at a two this week in terms of how much we got. Just interesting how after the first five weeks of like spice being a main character to a main supporting character, now she's kind of the Oremiari of the episode. <laughs> Yeah, certainly. I mean, I'll put a pin in it, Mickey, but yeah, Spice definitely would have been in the bottom this week. Mm, yeah, I mean, Should I just, you know, yeah. uh, I'm just glad that she's switching up the silhouettes every week. Oh, know, isn't that smart? Looks, yeah, yeah. Yeah, isn't that smart? Next week, she should do like a bare midriff thing. Yeah, she's so kind of versatile. Yeah. I just never know what, what to expect from her, and that's her brand. Yeah, you know? will it be a short skirt? Will it be, be pigtails? Will it be both? I don't know. Well, you know what? I got to tell you. She can certainly pay somebody to sew. Yes, she can. Yes, she can. Because uh, uh, she doesn't even know how to take a pillow out of a case. So. Oh, my God. Quiet down, Marshall. Jeez. Quiet down, Marshall. <laughs> that... Ugh, that little micro moment. One of our Marys brought that up to yeah. us. Um, and I, I just can't unhear it. It was in the... I saw it on like Wednesday or Thursday because it was part of the teaser. But uh, it's Lux talking to Marsha, who's you know basically saying why she wants to do heavy metal. And then Lux is like, quiet down, Marshall. Jeez. Uh, I love right it. Right in her I, face. Right in her face. Calling Marsha Marshall. Uh. <laughs> I love that. I think that is uh, that is correct. I want more of that, you know? Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, so we have these, obviously, this that scene comes from these three groups. Uh, we didn't really see them pick these groups, right? It was just kind of like whoever you were standing around. It was, there was a bit of that, like, now pick your groups anxiety. Like, it was, it's not as, mm. it's almost as, it, no, it's worse than running for supplies because it involves direct rejection, you know what I mean, versus just, like, not getting the curtains you wanted. So I I hate this. I hate when they have to split up in groups because inevitably there's that sense of like, oh, I, I you know, I guess I guess we'll, we're the leftovers. You know what I mean? Or or that sense of somebody like seeing you to their left and then just turning to the right. You know, <laughs> there's that. Well, you know what I love about these pairings, if if that's how these groups were created, is that there's only one queen that like feels out of place. But she's so in place because, of course, she would just be on any group because she's the eighth grader. And it's Sasha. Sasha's like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll be on your I'll, I'll be the fourth one, guys, to Malaysia oh, or yeah. Spice. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, I feel like she. Thank God. Thank God. She, you know, she joined those kids <laughs> for a couple like, reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. She's like, don't worry. I'll help you make the sandcastle. It's OK. Yep. I'll be in your group. This was a real little giants moment. You know, mm. this is a real little giants moment. <laughs> Love that for them. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, quiet down, Marshall. G. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we get we, yeah, so we've talked about Metal Gate and, you know, uh, we'll see if OCP sticks, you know, OCP. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to stick or not. Uh, Lux and Mistress being mean girls. I don't know if that's going to stick either. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the the fact that Mistress was obviously like, you know, basically talked about it in the Talking Heads of like, no, we were definitely playing. Um, she even has that like uh, that Talking Head of like, what is it? Um, 
Oh, I can't even find out. Oh, girl, we were just cutting up. You know, oh, we like, were just cutting up. Yeah. And, and she's got that that smile. It's almost as if she's kind of doing the like shy, kind of like twisting your knee in. You know that little that shy pose that like. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we're just cutting up. We're just cutting up. Um, yeah, I think Lux says it later. Uh, she's like, if I'm being honest, like it's not that serious. Like mm-hmm. it's actually serious to be a bully, and like that's not what this was. I, uh, what are your thoughts on this? That Lux is basically telling Malaysia how she should feel instead of recognizing how Malaysia might be feeling. Well, when I when I see these moments, like it so isn't serious, right? Like it, it on it paper, serious, it's right. not serious. It is, it it is, it is just a thing to get like. If you show up to this conflict tired or feeling a little down on yourself or, or getting in your head about something, then like this is the perfect opportunity to spin out and mm. and to or to take a stance or to be like, no, I, I keep feeling safe or looked over. And this is the thing I'm not going to be looked over about. And like you make the mountain out of the molehill or out of the metal gate. And I I get it. You know, like I, I and I think that. Lux just was not in her feelings and she was just having a good time on TV. And so you're just two different people from two different headspaces looking at the same thing. Yeah. It, it's not fair to walk into a space with certain feelings that you haven't recognized yet. Right. Um, Or haven't recognized with other people yet. And then claim like, Oh, you're doing this to me. It's like, well, but you, but you came into the sandbox with, you know, a sand allergy. Yeah, right, right. And all I was doing was just, you know, building a castle over here. I I do appreciate that, like, uh, you know, math teacher Mrs. Fierce was like, no, rock, paper, scissors are a hat. Uh, that was one of my favorite mm. quotes of the episode. And I thought, you know, we got to mention Robin at some point because she, I think, has two talking heads. One of them was in the clip of the week, and then she goes home this week. There were a bunch. I did notice the second watch. I was like, oh, they're, they're showing us these. I do have more kind of nuanced thoughts on Robin's talking heads and the producer's kind of conundrum with what to do. But at the end of the day, like she probably had way more screen time. Um, but, you know, they do have to cut the 15 minutes somewhere. Yeah. And I think it's fair to say that the narrative that we saw of somebody who's like, well, and, and who we've kind of have felt, you know, at least from everything we've seen the first, you know, first five weeks is like, yeah, it's been she's been mostly safe since week one. And even then admits this episode. Yeah, I just I stick to what I do. So I could also see there not being as much to show compared to like Mistress Isabel Brooks or the twins or whatever. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I got to say they're they're just going to pick the most interesting content. And again, I don't mean to be shady. I think. Robin is a great drag queen. It's just you also have to be good at a drag race reality TV show. And I I don't think it's unfair to say that there are queens that come on the show that are fucking phenomenal. Kelly Mantle is a perfect example. But like for whatever reason, they're just not good at this format for whatever reason. And I know that people feel bad for Robin because she didn't get much screen time and the episodes were edited down. But I think they'd say this also if the episodes weren't edited down. They'd be like, oh, she didn't get any time. She was she left too soon. They say that about early outs, 90 minutes or an hour. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and as the weeks go on... We get over it. Though I'll say somebody made a because I'll look at I, I I am interested to see what people say on Twitter, especially this season. I don't ever engage, but I'm just curious to see kind of the reactions. And someone made an interesting point of like 
how come I can remember Sasha Bell and her, you know, cracking the code for Drag Race and yet she went home third on like a short season, but I can't remember like shit about Princess Poppy. And I thought, well, that that's a that's a decent point that it is fair to say that when we look back on these those older, shorter seasons, there is. There, there is a lot more that I remember, and I think it's because those seasons were initially, they weren't re-edited to be shorter. You know That's what I mean? true. That's a really great point. Um, I also, I think the other factor is that back then, we weren't saturated in queens. We so weren't had saturated in it. seasons. Yeah, we had time to re-watch those seasons. Yeah, if you're at like an unlimited chicken wing bar, then you're not going to clean the wing. You're just like, ah, on to the next one, you know? Exactly. So now it's so much harder to have staying power as an early out because people just aren't rewatching you. They they don't have time to talk about you later or to revisit you later because they're already moving on to All-Stars. They're already moving on to the season after that or to the UK season or whatever English-speaking season they watch also. Oof. Oof. Sorry. Had to throw that in there. Um, well, that's true. The rewatching People don't rewatch as much. And so, like, what yeah. comes with that is kind of the, like, the Jocelyn Fox effect of, like, you know what? On rewatch, Jocelyn's great, you know? And yeah. I we just don't really get that experience because you're right. We don't really have the time. But... Um, Anyway. I honestly, honestly, I think Robin admitted it on the show. I maybe for our nuanced discussion, she, she certainly had other things to say at Roscoe's. But on the show, she was like, "Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really take a gamble. I didn't really take a big risk. I, I see people that take risks and they fuck up, and I don't want to be that girl, uh, which I get, you know. And I that there's a there's a lack of confidence there." And I sure. think that's yeah. that's what it comes down to is when you see on TV, you see a Lux that is just so confident, even when or if Lux ever fails at something, it's going to be interesting. Right. It's the kind of queen where like if if they end up in the bottom two, it, it's almost like you're excited of like, ooh, you know, yeah. what's she going to do? Because I know she's going to do something that was kind of like. I feel like Alan Carr had that feedback for Black Peppa on Drag Race UK. It was like, I kind of liked when you were in the bottom because I like to see what you would do in the lip sync. Mm. Yeah, there's uh, there, there's that element of, I don't know, impact, whether they do poorly or not. With Robin, what's bad about the word safe is that there's no impact. Right, right. I mean, you know, I think that to, to go back to, you know, dare we say her name, Irene, I know we're not allowed to. Um, so, shh. But if we talk about, you know, uh, because we're, you know, and we don't do, you know. Uh, <laughs> you call um, her a pig in a wig. <laughs> um, but I feel like at least it was memorable. At least, you know, we'll remember the queen who made water, you know. Oh, yeah. I... I think I chimed in on Twitter about that. She was like all sad in her fifis on Twitter, as she, you know, as she's been doing on social media. But like, I I think I commented on her post. Like, everybody is going to talk about your act. They're not going to talk about the original lip sync that nobody remembers. They're going to talk about the water one. That is that is Sasha Belling it. That is fabulous. Yeah, the only lip sync I'm going to remember is I'm a queen, I'm a queen, I'm a queen, I'm a queen because I say it to Marco all the time. Oh, my God. Anyway, you better walk that fucking duck. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Get loose, baby. Get loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
So wait, where were we, Mary? Oh, so no, now I just forgot. We are. Well, we're at the recording in terms of chronologically. Uh, oh, we know. Wait, what we were? What we? What were we just talking about? <laughs> we were talking about Robin Fierce. Oh, Robin! Listen, listen, Linda. The other thing that I should just also throw in here, and this is another unpopular opinion, definitely wouldn't have put Robin in the bottom. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll get to that because, yeah, I, I think, I mean, the editing certainly told us that she was in the bottom with, like, the, the looks to, you know, cuts to RuPaul. <sighs> I but know. Sure. Yeah. Um, no. You know, the, we've already said the recording with, you know, Lilo and Stitch, there wasn't much to say. The one thing, and this could be a topic for even an Only Mary's episode, but watching Marsha kind of just go into her resume oh. inevitably reminded me of Jan. Uh, and I know another name we we Willem you know, Rose. Yeah. yeah, but like th- when what made me think of Jan in particular was like, oh, as time has passed, I really appreciate that Jan's narrative on Drag Race was such camp. You know, like the 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 dismayed look in the back when she doesn't win and things like that <laughs> was sure. such a, a camp narrative. And I thought, oh, there is a list of queens who have had. Like their run on the show, you could over time you look back as like, oh my god, pure camp, you know. Mm. Um, I would say like Nicole Page Brooks, you know, mm. uh, uh, Chanel season one, you know, Ugh, brilliant. So it sort of overlaps with the divas of Drag Race, but some of the divas aren't camp, you know. Like um, Enorma Jean is not camp because she's got tragedy as well. Oh no, there's tragedy there, uh, but but in in many ways that's also camp. Um, I think in terms of Jan, it's it's the same t- type of like little sister narratives. It, yeah, little sister narratives, but there's there's also just the like, you know, obviously Alexis Michelle was a little of this. It's some mix of what they think their run on the show is versus mm. the run that we end up seeing. There's that the that producers that, create for them. Yeah, yes. there's that, and and how deep they are into the narrative they believe they're in versus the one that they end up in. Sure. Um, and I feel like that's like, you know, Derek Barry, I think is, you know, we've, we've said is camp is camp, you know? Oh my God. I can't. Yeah. So oh, for sure. We've a topic. That. Yeah. Just a um, thing to bring up. Cause I have nothing to say about the choreography, I guess. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, the thing about Robin, uh, one more thing about Robin. Uh, you have more actually, to say about Robin than the show had to say about Robin. <laughs> yeah, isn't that interesting? <laughs> no, I, I just, I feel like Robin was, Robin arrived to set, uh, on a uh, for a competition and it wasn't a reality show competition that's the thing about this especially with the wonky judging the past two weeks this is a reality show with a competition that's in quotes and i feel like someone like robin is coming in very kind of only seeing it as like oh well i got to do really well in this challenge oh i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this and it's not Oh, this is going to have impact. Oh, here's a soundbite for you. There's just a different way to approach it. Yeah, no, I don't think she came in with any planned bumper stickers or T-shirts. Yeah. Well, I I don't think Alyssa did either. But you know what I mean? Like, I I, I don't think that you need to come in with anything planned. But you, it's just a way of being. Yeah, I. I don't know if I have as many feelings about Robin Fierce as you do. I don't. So I, I'm just going to say that now I okay, hear you, but fine. I don't, yeah. I, I think that she just is a, she's out sixth, you know, um, she's out sixth. 
Yep, yeah, it right. happens. I'm trying to find compassion for her. That's what I'm trying to do right now. And that's probably why it just sounds like a lot. I know that it's just a show. And she went home sixth. There it is. Yeah. And, and you know, she I, never made a total fool of herself. And so, you know, there's that. Um, it, it's worth mentioning, I guess, if I do have any notes about the choreography, that there was some air guitar. And I just thought, maybe oh. just put it out there. We got air guitar before the oh, lip sync. Um and I just also have to note that I love that Mistress had the talking head talking about the, the metal group. And she was like, I am worried for the entire group except for, except Sasha. for Sasha. I just yeah. think that is I so funny, that. except for Sasha. Yeah. I'm worried for the whole group except for Sasha. That's basically everybody watching this season. Yeah. I'm worried for all the other queens except, except for, for Sasha. Sasha. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Sasha also being one that's like not having it. Not sorry. Not not having it. That's not being messy on twitter or social media not like, in the least like doesn't no. need that you know? no no uh she does get you know i was thinking we could rename this to sasha justice corner uh-huh. uh because she does get a, a nice you know uh working room moment talking about you know uh what she's learned from her elders in hawaii and what she's learned from her trans elders mm. the trans community and and being as she said a good example as she said talking through tears i should say which was just happened a good example in of a gloves. trans woman Sorry. in gloves Ugh. i mean it was uh it was great and and of course this little moment oh i'm just so happy I'm just so happy and i think that's you know i think it, you know, it, it, to look at the lens of like, you know, trans representation on Drag Race, I'm like, this is, a, you know, I mean, like, this is what a what a great representation, as she said, of like somebody who's happy, somebody who's thriving, somebody who's successful. Um, yeah. I think that's awesome. And, and you know, uh, it doesn't feel token either. I don't feel like Sasha's just there to like. Be the token trans girl. At all, at, at, in the least. I almost feel like, what are you doing there and not behind the judges panel? That's the only yeah. thing I think. No, there is. It is. It is very that. It is very that. I mean, I, 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 just, I think it's worth noting because it's p- almost sort of part of this discussion. But the show has come a long way since the Guardian article. I, you know, like at what point do you put the newspaper down? When is it recycling day? You know, exactly. I mean, I don't know. I think about the first conversation. I think, I mean, there were many people that came out as trans on the show. Uh, before Sasha Colby, right? Um, but the types of conversations uh, now that we're having about it feel uh, they're 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 richer than just all of the sadness, which I think is uh, important. One well, we've seen that with uh, even narratives just with like gay men on the show talking about coming out or mm. talking about their families accepting them, and and it kind of I feel like we could chart this of like how often you'd get stories like. Tyra sleeping on her drag mother's couch, you know, $25 to her name. And, and it's sort of almost like a, a, an expected story. We expect the drag queen to be like, you know, pulling herself through struggle and then mistress mistress. Is, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, we get just as many stories, you know, uh, this season and, and previous seasons of people saying, well, actually my parents yeah. have been very supportive and very loving and, and it feels weird, but like, it can't always just be the traumatic stories, you know, like it's, I it think it is important. And I don't think it's, it's minimizing to also have, you know, people like aura, you know, in, in untucked last week being like, uh, my parents 
love this, you know? It feels less exploitative. It feels less tears equals fans, Charlie. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't feel like it's trauma porn. Yeah. Like with the golden gays, that's what I'm going to call them, the old gays, they... Yeah, of course. They talked about, they're like, oh, the AIDS crisis is, is still happening. Uh, but they were also talking about the positive of like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, it's great to have the secrecy of the tight-knit community. But you look around and now you see people. So you do feel less alone. So even even those stories from the old gays were put in a balanced breakfast for us. Mm, yeah, I, I felt like, and especially in the untucked part, I felt like this is some, I mean, yes. because they were barely in the main episode. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah, this was some like, this was some really good, uh, more of this, you know what I mean? Like, ugh. Uh, yeah, more, what, more what, old gays. Some of the, oh, yeah. They talked about how old friends, you know, keep keep your old friends to keep you young. Mm-hmm. They talked about how, uh, you know, they're never going to go back uh, as people are questioning you know, who am I? Why am I? Who is she? Who does she hope to be? Um, you know, nowadays you can look around and feel less alone. Whereas back in the day, like that just wasn't the case. Um, but uh, I, I, one of the mentioned I thought was an interesting, I think is something we've talked about is like, there was also something about, or is something about the secrecy that, that does create oh. something that felt positive. That well, felt- that's a, that's probably another nuanced discussion um, which we can kind of uh, talk a little bit about here but yeah the it, it it kind of bleeds into sort of a gatekeeping type of thing but like yeah no the secrecy the the codes the language all of that we do also kind of miss which is why I feel like gay vacations gay destination vacations are still popular because those traditions are still kind of thriving. Yeah, right. It, it feels like exactly. It feels like a tradition. It feels familiar. It feels, but it's like, obviously. It's just you know, for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's based in a need to be secretive, which is a whole other issue. But yeah, it's. Uh, right. You know, um, it's not right. black and white. Yeah. That need for secrecy versus, no, we're choosing to be exclusive is, I think, the nuanced discussion that people aren't ready to have right now. Because. We it, the, it, this the need for secrecy that kind of all of the stuff that we loved about it right we want to hold on to, but now it appears in twenty twenty three as exclusive, right right or or you know exclusionary which exclusionary that's what it you know be. Yeah. yeah right um yeah I I think that's it's 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 like the the fight for inclusion and now it's like well oh yes hmm. Is well, there another yes, conversation? Yeah. Right. It, it reminds me of the bachelorette parties at the gay bar discussion, right? Yeah. There's, uh, there's, uh, I'm, I don't think we should get into it now because I want to keep talking about this episode. Yeah. But we could push it to an only Mary's or a nuance to talk about it again. And, uh, but yeah, no, that secrecy, that tight knit community had downfalls. It did. Mm-hmm. And, but there, but there, and hopefully we're dismantling those. But there are things that we still, as a community still need from mm-hmm. that tight knitness, from that shared culture. Yeah. Like a, a cave can feel cozy. For mm. example, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially a bear cave. Man. Hey, you know, oink, oink, getting a couple of piggies back here too. Uh, <laughs> So uh, let's take it to the runway. I feel like I can see RuPaul's chocolate bar in that skirt. I just, uh, mm-hmm. it was chocolate. She ran out of fabric. 
Uh, yeah. I turned into Michael Chorus. I was like, ugh, that hemline was a mess. Oh, my she God. She just looks like a streetwalker. It's the wrong dress on the wrong girl. Yeah. Um, uh, why is – Michelle has worn this hair with this look before, and I love that because – I love this look, but I'm like, why is this so familiar? What episode is this from that I know this? I can't even picture it. Is is it curly? It's the curly hair. She has the curly hair um, and then the the purple, like, glittery jump, uh, like, yeah, like jumpsuit. And I think she wore it on UK, but it's driving me nuts. I'm like, I I know that. I mean, I know that woman. Drag Race UK season four. Uh, well, Marys, if you can clock when Michelle Visage wore this look, let us know. Let us know. Uh, and then we got Meg Stalter kind of doing like an impression of Meg Stalter. Oh, you know my I mean? God. I I love Meg Stalter. I think she is so fucking funny. Uh, that tone, I it is pitch Perfect. You're familiar with her, yes? Yes, absolutely. And high gay and all that. I'm familiar uh-huh. with her. I but it was like being familiar with I guess like longer form Meg Stalter, seeing her in this edited version, it was like, oh, this is like this is like such a like you've you've condensed the aesthetic of Meg Stalter so much, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you also wonder, like, did we want to see Meg Stalter or did we want to see Meg Stalter's character? And I think that's yeah. brilliant on her part, but like, it's it's also kind of sad, right? Because it's like, what are we going to be disappointed if we see who's the girl that the squirrel friends always used to mimic? Uh, oh, um, you want her? Yeah, what's her name? Uh, oh my god, we don't god. even know her name, right? Uh, oh, uh, Miranda, Miranda sings. Miranda sings. Like, yeah. it's like if Miranda sings shows up to an interview, but it's not Miranda sings. It's the actress playing Colleen Ballinger. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, I, I feel like that's, we're disappointed. Well, and it's interesting because I feel like someone who bl- blurs those lines was like Aubrey Plaza, where there's certainly the character of Aubrey Plaza, and then there's who I feel like she is in real life. Mm. <clears throat> and then the more you see of her, it's like, oh, maybe this is really who you are in real life. You know what I mean? Whereas other people are kind of, you know, putting on, it's like Joan Rivers is putting something on, you know what I mean? Mm. Meg Stalter is putting something on and, uh, but then there's like moments when like somebody's crying or she wants to give genuine feedback and it's like, Oh, can I not do the staccato voice thing? Can I say it in my real voice now? You know? Yeah. There was a moment I noted she, I think it was when Aura started crying and Mm -hmm. they cut to Meg Stalter putting her chin on her fist yeah, and I was like, this also feels like a comedic moment. Well, it was like a, it was either a comedic moment or it was like a you know Hannah Wanningham you know oh, love. situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love. Yeah. You're right. It was that, but I still was like, oh, but is this supposed to be funny? There's, oh, who is it? I feel like, I feel like Molly Shannon. No, Sherry O'Terry is like that. Where it's like mm-hmm. almost like anything she says, you want to laugh, but mm-hmm. it's not supposed to be funny all the time. Right, right. I feel like, uh, and there's there'd be people like I feel like like Elaine Stritch. I'd be like, oh wait, that wasn't a joke. Like yeah. I'd be afraid that I laughed at the wrong thing. You mm-hmm. know. I feel like with Meg Stalter, yeah, I'd have to spend a lot of time with her where she promises promises me that she's not being quote unquote Meg Stalter. Right, right. I just want you to be off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, well, Mary, we have the girl group challenge uh, finally of the season. Uh, more Leland songs. I don't know if any of these are going to go bing, bang, bong or break up bye bye, but. Uh, probably well, not. <laughs> I, I don't remember yeah. any of them necessarily. Uh, I think it was Irene. Oh, we can't say her name. Oh, don't um, say it. Uh, bleep that one out. We just were not. Uh, uh, I think it was a queen on social media, but they were like, oh, uh, funny how none of these songs could be performed in Seattle. And as somebody that lived in Portland, I, I will definitely corroborate this statement. These songs would be considered offensive. Oh, that was my when I because I did see and I'm, I'm sorry I saw her tweet, even though I don't do drag. I did see it and I was like, oh, I know exactly what this is. This is some like you know, ageism, ageism. Uh, There's uh, ageism. There was uh, probably discussions of ableism, right? With a, a cane and a walker. All Why is that. that funny? Boobs right. droop. That's misogynistic. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, all of that. It, it, that's what they're talking about at the clubs in Seattle and Portland. Um, yeah. You know. Not a safe space. No. And I guess it's just like, well, it's just drag. I don't know. I don't, I'm too, it's 2023. I'm too tired. Can I just be like, eh, didn't read for me, Seattle, you know? I just, I'm going to choose not to have an opinion on it. And if you, and I'm happy to listen to all opinions about it. I'll be like, oh, I'll, I'll watch the tennis match between y'all. Cause I, I'm just kind of like, well, let's hear both sides. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think the important things to focus on are things like the extent to which Selena was giving me time daily. Oh, you love her. I love Tyne Daly. And so I... Nobody was Shelly Winters, though. Nobody was Shelly Winters. No. I, I feel like... Um, if you the, were in one of these girl groups, Mary, that's what your rap would be about. You'd become Shelly Winters. Mm -hmm. and, and you'd find some way to rhyme, you know, Manny skinny with lady. Fanny. Yeah. Oh, oh, Manny with Fanny or skinny lady. And you'd rhyme something with lady. Right? Yeah. In the water, yeah, I'm a very skinny lady. And yada, yada, yada. yada and it's Sadie. Yeah. Maybe I would end with, and in the water, I'm a very skinny lady. Like, uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. right, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, oh, it's shady. Yeah. And, oh, my yeah. God. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and the when, girl in the shorts, uh, short shorts was acting kind of shady. But, you know, in the water, I'm a very skinny lady. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, something about Mrs. Rogo being really shady. Yes, yes. yes Mrs. Rogo is actually real shady, but you know, in the water, I'm a very skinny lady. Bo yep. And Rue would clap and look at Mich Rue Michelle. I oh, know it. Yeah. I know it. No, they I, go crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't get that like that angry teeth face that she made at the hip hop group. <laughs> uh, she like did this like neck adjustment, I think, towards the end of the hip hop group, and I was like, man, mm. the teeth are out. The neck has been adjusted. Get out. She's Gretchening you. Get it out of here. We need that on the oh, soundboard. You gotta run. You gotta run. You better run. Yeah. You have to literally run and hide because yeah. she is going to yell at you about H&M. Yeah. What's that movie where a woman goes, run? Oh, it's Jurassic Park. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course. It's yeah. Run. It's Laura Dern. <laughs> of course uh, it's her. Laura oh, we need that on the soundboard. Yeah. yeah. Run. Uh, anyway, Banjo Bitches, Lux's verse was amazing. She should have been in the top. Lux was great. Lux it really Those did Those lyrics out. were great. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. Yeah. And it was sung. Mary, again, I'm going to give flowers whenever I can to the queens that choose to sing. 
I I love it when they sing. That was like Danny Beard on Drag Race UK. It was like, yeah. oh, you sang. I I thank right. you. Right. Uh, what's her face? Kennedy Goddamn Davenport sang. Mm-hmm. Mohart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, when they choose to sing, I'm just like, this is this is it for me. Yeah. Unless it's Monet and the Talent Show, though that is. I, I love that. All the people in the... What is it? All the people in the club. What's that line? That, remember from the, the All-Stars I talent show? Remember, yeah. Oh, God. It's on par with Lucy LaDuca. Oh, you didn't want Monet to sing the opera? That I did want her to sing, but her talent show? Oh. All the people in the people. Oh. <laughs> All the people in the club. Yeah, yeah but, it, okay. but it didn't go there, unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I remember that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't think you'd like this girl group because they made fart jokes. Who just let it rip? They have a nacho bar. I laughed out loud. They have a nacho bar. I ageism, you know, I was so offended. I turned off the television and I had a kombucha outside. I was so upset. I gotta say, um, I think they said this in Untucked, but I did notice it the first watch. The, what they were singing or rapping about was really refreshing. It wasn't like... I don't know. It was all about having friends. I I heard it the most with Selena's, and I really appreciate it. It was like, oh, this is... I loved... This is not just like, I'm the baddest bitch in yeah, the, the you know, hospice. Granny. Yeah, yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. I'm a hippo, granny, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. bebop, dance till you drop. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... and le- But if somebody did do a Mrs. Doubtfire reference, I, you know... Uh, help is on the way, dear. Help would yeah. be on the way. Exactly. You know, I would I would buy everyone's dinner at Bridges. Yeah, if you're on Drag Race and feeling kind of leery, don't worry. Help is on the way, dearie. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get out of my way, bitches. I've got two dinners at Bridges. Anyway, I'm now I'm going through all of the Mrs. Doubtfire quotes. I know. Like, how can I quote them? How you know? can I quote them? Yeah. Uh, the whole time, right? Uh, yeah. I couldn't find a rhyme. The whole time, the whole time. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's it's finding a rap out of that. Yeah. Um, but Lux, I thought, was the best out of this group. Mistress was also great. Um, I To be honest with you, I would have swapped Lux for Mistress. Yeah, I think Mistress was good, but I thought Lux stood out for me more. But Selena stood out for me the most. So there you go. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, the rock and old G's, uh, you know, the, all of the lyrics were about, you know, rocking on despite everything. Mary, I think it's worth reading Sasha's lyrics. Yes. And I want to just mention before you read them, the extent to which she continues to give me Isis Couture. Oh. This week in particular, I was oh, like I see. big okay. Isis Couture. Go um, making, I just want to say, making the neck crack reference, knowing to do that. Yep. Chef's kiss. Yep. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's just calling all grannies, put them dentures in the air, crack in this neck, thank God for Medicare. I mean, I'm done. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I mean, like, I'm, I'm on the floor already. Feeling all yummy, just like them shrank teas. Cardiac arrest, what? Bitch, please. Arthritis in my wrist, joint pain in my knees. Can't laugh too hard. Crap, did I just pee? Call me old, baby. Call me fire. Call me now, because I can now retire. Every single line, it rhymes, it's funny. She performed the fuck out of it. This should have won. And again, Sasha can't win every week. She can't win every week, but it, it was 
they had to really struggle. I mean, especially the fact that like, listen, Aura was fine, but it's like to have her right after Sasha, it was like, yeah. wait a minute. You can't have like the one who obviously should have won and the one you wanted to win this week go next to each other because like, you know, it's just, it's just not the same. Um, There's argument to be made that Aura's interpretation of the tie-dye was, uh, I don't know, more subversive than Sasha's. Yeah, and and the sort of the Lafil. I don't know why Drag Race UK is mm. coming up so much, but the Lafil energy of that look. I, I, that. Yep. I love when when a tre- when a queen goes without boobs. And yep, so, Butch Queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it just. But yeah, performance wise, it was just very clear. I mean, in that group, I will say like. Malaysia did fine, but she looked like B. Arthur as a vampire. You know what I mean? So it was just like, well, and that's yeah. why she's, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Super. I mean, it was like, you know, and then there's Count Maud. Like it was really, uh, oh, so it good. was she great. Like a character it, from Cats. I just like loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was going to leap into my seat. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah. I mean, this brings us to Spice. Spice did nothing to her voice and she could have been in any group. And it would have sounded and looked exactly the same. And that's why I would have put her in the bottom. Because there is just a generic... I I know I'm being harsh. And it's not that it's bad drag. It's just not interesting. It's It doesn't stand out to me. There was nothing about this that felt like it couldn't have been in any group. Yeah, I would say this... This I mean, certainly the, the looks week over week on the runway have been very similar. But in this performance... Yeah, it did not stand out to me. I she was kind of giving me like a old lady by way of Jane Fonda, which I guess is old. But I was just like, you know, she and Marsha were, uh, you know, turning back time when it came to being old ladies. Yeah, she did nothing to her voice to make it more stylistically in line with everybody else. I don't know. I just I was really disappointed that she wasn't in the bottom. I, yeah, I mean, it, she was barely in the episode, but I hear you. I <laughs> I feel like I almost wonder if then, like next week or two weeks from now, then it's gonna be like, well, Spice, like we've seen the same look from you every week. Like all of a sudden, um, they're gonna call out something, you know? I will I will be surprised if they do that to a young white skinny skinny queen Mary. Uh, and I know that sounds kind of jaded, but like I, I'll just be surprised. I'll be surprised. They're already they're, doing that to Marsha. I was gonna say they're saving all their their white their white skinny queen hate for Marsha. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, old dirty bitches. I, I thought this whole group was fine. Uh, the critique was what that they were too spry. I looked at Anitra, Mary. Maybe Michelle was talking about the other run through that they did, but like, I didn't or I knew all it. the words. Yeah, I was literally like, <laughs> "What's wrong, Anitra?" Because I didn't see anything. Yeah, I. Very weird uh, that they didn't show that edit for Anitra. They showed us the one where she got the words right. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I, watching it again, I was thinking like, oh, is this going to be kind of like um, Katya in the Glamazonian Airways mm. challenge? We're like, oh, yeah, man, she came out, you know, present but didn't have the words. It was like, no, I don't see her missing the words. Uh I mean, otherwise, yeah, I thought they were fine. I thought Lucy was given a bit of a Georgia Angle voice, which I think, you know, that's okay. important. Georgia rule. Georgia rule. Georgia Angle. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, the the episode certainly let us know with those looks from Rue. It was like, okay, well, I guess I know who's going home. Rigor Morris, Mary. Yeah. Rigor Morris. Yeah. They, they were like, Robin, you're giving us... 
you know, your your ex boyfriend went home, so we have to send you home now. We, we there's just this. It is it is a rough go for the Connecticutans. I mean, uh, since week one, Connecticutans, yeah. Lucy lipsing week one, Amethyst, yep. Amethyst in week two, then again in week four. Now mm. Robin and Jax, who's half Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, Jax. Uh, Jax should not have been the bottom. Listen, uh, I will say the orange bodysuit. That is a, I'm going to go home in this look. I'm glad she didn't go home, um, but I, I didn't really get the look. I will say she should not have been in the bottom. It should have been <laughs> Marsha and Spice. Oh, well, you know, certainly when it came to the lip sync song, that would have made more sense. I, I love that we got two skinny white girls for the Diana Ross song. Oh, my God. Uh, and this week, a bangle song bangles. would have made a lot more sense with those two. Um, oh, God. The right song with the right girl. That's all I'm saying. You know, remember Just when saying. they made Kennedy goddamn Davenport lip sync to Reba? That oh, didn't work. Violence. That's a waste. What a waste. What a waste. <laughs> we could um, do something with this, you know? Yeah, yeah. You could do. Uh, Marsha... It's not that this look was bad. It's just it was white. I was like, what what world did you think that this like worked for a tie-dye challenge? I mean, sure, I get it. Like she had tie-dye blood, but it felt like she was shoving a square peg into a circle hole. I just was like, no. And she was forgettable in the challenge. I I I agree. Uh, instead of telling mistress why don't you keep Marsha on the runway? Right, right. Why? Because there were probably other people up there that didn't need to be up there. It was like you got nothing to say, you know. Uh, I don't know. I I agree. I think that Marsha, if anything, I would be nervous as hell the next time I was her on stage. You know what I mean? Oh um, yeah. And I mean, not for nothing though. I will say this to to just defend Marsha because I know I'm going hard on Marsha's look. Um, because man, this look did not fit the brief it was a great look well it was a good look but it didn't fit the brief i like the camp factor but she was wearing plenty of makeup i mean that's the thing too like it's i mean sure she wears less than mistress but there's lots of queens who have you know lighter makeup i don't know um silly it's a strange thing to fixate on. And and what the thing is, they, they've given really great makeup feedback to queens, like Lady Camden about, and like John Burr's Blonde about painting their upper lips more. And like mm. over the seasons, there have been queens who've been, you know, even week one, Bianca, they gave her the tip of like, oh, you got to remember you're under TV lights now. And it's like really constructive. And I always think it's one of the more interesting critiques from the judges, especially Rue, when they give makeup critiques because it mm. feels so insider details on how to do drag and so this just feels like no just put more on and i i would love to see like a more specific detail like what what is it you want to see come out you know i would love her to come out like either in like a blue man group like full on lots of makeup or like clown makeup just to kind of troll the judges a little bit be like, is this right. what you wanted? Is this what you want? Yeah. Am I a pretty girl now, mama? Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Come out with like a hosoteratoma look. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you who not I think. Not a hungry look. Not Sorry. a hungry look. <laughs> no, not to be confused. Um, I'll tell you who I think is the one of the best painters on, on that stage and who I think is is given the probably my favorite face every every week. And that's principal as titties. I think she is. I don't. I don't like. I don't really get together with her looks, but her face. Oh my god! 
she, I think she's just stunning. And I just wish that the dress supported that face. Oh, that's interesting. I like this dress. I thought she needed a bigger wig. Oh, I like the colors, but I hear what you're saying. It's like the dress was bigger than the hair, but I like that the hair was tie dyed. I thought that was cool. Oh, I see. Um, Well, I, she is your pizza queen. I love it. I yeah. I have nothing against Selena Estes. I think she's really great on the show, uh, and she's doing a great job. Um, she's interesting, at least. You know, yeah. she's she's making an impact. And um, a tennis reference, and a Vanessa Mary, Williams reference. Mary, a two in one. Yeah. Um, I Aura. I just want to just call this out. Aura's hair. I love that type of Lorax hair. Mm, yeah, it's like pebbles, but like all the way up. Oh my God, somebody else had this hair and it's like, and I can't put it together, but somebody knows, somebody else. Oh, I think, um, I think actually Black Peppa, didn't she do oh, this with like, know. she had like a purple bodysuit and a hair thing? Oh, maybe. Maybe yeah, she maybe. didn't. But somebody else, Mary's, keep me honest, who did this before that this looks familiar? Um, otherwise, this runway, yeah, again, like it looked like it was part of a ball challenge because nothing really stood out. Anitra basically had tie-dye pieces of fabric just kind of pinned to her body. Mistress, they were praising Mistress's look. This was, it felt just like a bodysuit with like a cape pinned to it. I was so surprised because I thought they would read this look because of that. And I was really surprised. They were like, oh, I love this look. I thought, well... I guess you just never know. We don't know anything about fashion. Well, we don't know. We don't do drag, remember? Yeah, we don't do drag. That's right. We shouldn't even. We should just turn the mic. We're not allowed to have an opinion about it. Yeah. No, we're not. Um, Malaysia, um, and maybe I need. Maybe we need a longer runway. But this, this, this was an orange kind of flower gown. There wasn't any tie dye on it. It kind of like gave tie dye. Um, I did like the pink corset. I was just like, okay, that's cool. Aura's, or sorry, not Aura, Spice's look, again, I just didn't find any perspective. I don't see any perspective. Any queen could wear this. And and if you line it up with a lot of her past looks, it's the same silhouette. And it's not an interesting silhouette. I just like, don't I, think it's interesting. Yeah. I get Bianca wore the same dress 12 times in one, but she wore interesting dresses. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. It, the, the looks were, were more detailed. Um, I I feel like we can confidently say that she's indeed Aunt Lucy. I think Aunt Lucy. It's not just Lucy. It's Aunt Lucy. I think mm. she's such big aunt energy and like full on this week was Aunt Lucy on the runway. Uh, love her. Uh, love Aunt Lucy for sure. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I think... I think those are all my notes in terms of the looks. You know, we get down to this bottom two of, of Robin and Jack's and the Bengals lip sync. And, you know, I mean, it was a little neck and neck for a minute, but I kind of expected this to be the way things went. Was Is this a storyline that may have been cut out the past four episodes that, like, they were best friends? I just feel like there was no – I didn't feel any stakes here. Um, I don't know. I was like, Jax is winning this. Like, that's yeah. really what I felt, and that's what I got. Also, I I think most of the stakes I felt was once Robin was sashing away, and they cut to Aunt Lucy in the safe zone, clutching her chest. Those mm. were the stakes that I felt of like, oh, dear Aunt Lucy, watching her, you know, little, uh, you know, little nieces going back home to Connecticut. Mm. Um, but no, I don't know if there was a bigger story here. I kind of feel like it was. The storyline was Robin and Amethyst, and they just didn't—they didn't pick up the slack, you know, on that okay. one. Yeah, 
uh, they didn't pick it up. I wonder about Robin. Is Robin going to come back to All Stars in two years and be fucking phenomenal? What is Robin's trajectory here, right? Um, I I hope the best for her. I think she's gorgeous um, and probably the sweetest little goose. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think, again, you may, in fact, have put the biggest spotlight on Robin Fierce, and so she can thank you for that. Um, well, she's fierce. She is. She's the Robin Fierce. Oh, Mary. Anyway, who is your BSA this week? I got to give it to Lil, you know, Izzy Brooks for just being mm. a little a little shit stir. I mean, I I I put all kinds of flowers in Malaysia's arms for just the empathy and, and for that lovely clap back with Marsha in Untalked where she was like, no, I sat here and I listened to you complain about how you thought you should have won this week. And I didn't say I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> and now I'm it. talking about how I feel. And you're like, oh, I don't want to hear it. And I was like, oh, she's making a good point. So uh, but I'm going to give it to Iz- Izzy Brooks, Mistress Isabel Brooks. I think that uh, she, she's almost BSA of the season. I think she's running for that, you know. Oh, there's no question. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it to Izzy. If I were to give it to anybody else, it might be the old gays. Uh, just because I think that there was more support that they gave this episode that we didn't get to see. And one of the more that plantar fasciitis sock. And you really had feelings about that. Well, you know, it's it's a real problem. And if people don't have that problem, they don't know. If you don't make these references, people lose these references. I'm not a pushover. I'm just humble. That's right. And you got to stretch, you know, Mary, you, you got to stretch. You got to do that against the wall stretch. Yes, you do. You got to do against that wall. Like, yeah. Three times a day. Maybe do a couple of wall sits as well. while you're. No, there. no, 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 no. I mean, if you want to, you can. But no, I'm talking about stretching. Oh, but do a couple wall sits, too, because that'll work those big muscles. Uh, working is different than stretching, but OK. <laughs> if you do it right, it's it's the it's. It it works. You know, um, there's not necessarily a resolution to every discussion, but it's important to have the discussion. But it's important to have the discussion and uh, do your wall sits. Yeah. Yes, and if you're going to do wall sits, you also have to stretch after that. So let's just keep keep talking about the stretching. Let's Make sure stretching. that you just stretch it out. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, if you're going to build muscles to support your feet, right? I get it. You still need to stretch. You still need to. Yeah. Stretch. And you got to do wall sits. So. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of things that are are we're stretching well, out, yeah. Speaking of uh, of that, why don't we? Uh, this is a little a little bingo corner. Um, oh. Why don't we just address? So Mary's, as we've announced at the beginning of the season. At this point, everyone knows we're doing bingo, and uh, our first twenty bingo winners will be receiving some free merch that we are putting out this season. I uh, well, we have officially reached our first 20 bingos we have congratulations to beverly do you have the sound clip congratulations to beverly congratulations to Beverly. you know you know what congratulations to i'm, I'm vamping until like okay. i have it it's congratulations to beverly congratulations to beverly oh my god we and, have it on the soundboard three times i couldn't find it go ahead and to the marys that you know are are still without a bingo i'm sorry bev um but there yeah. are there are our bingo winners. Congratulations to Sister Mary Alex, Allison, Angie, Annette, Charlie, Connor, Courtney, Diana, Emily, Jacob, Justin, 
Kelly, Kristen, Lauren, Michael, Rosette. Oh, it's like Rosettes. Rosie, Sarah, Tom, and no, Wendy. And if and if you also have those names, it's if we've sent you a form to fill out, then you are then you're that Wendy or you're that. Yes, exactly. Yes. No, Um, we've sent the form out to our winners, uh, to these people. um, And uh, we are excited to to announce that you have won. But Mary, is the game over? Game's not over. (gasps) Just like All Star 7, you know, all all is not lost because uh, there is still. Uh, and you never know. You never know what week could suddenly be a windfall because now what we are looking for is the blackout board. The blackout board. Mary, will you tell our non-bingo players what a blackout board is? Well, it's, you know, it's basically, you know, uh, <laughs> bingo everywhere. You know, it's, uh, there's, a, there's a drag race on Queens everywhere. Well, bingo, bingo all over my tits. I got bingo all over my tits. <laughs> bingo all over my tits. All yeah. over my tits. Yeah. And so if you this is you having bingo all over your board, that means every little box has been has been marked. And so we the race continues, whether you've won bingo or not, because even if you haven't won, you could suddenly, you know, get the four more things you needed next week. Um, There are some people I know that have bingo boards where it's like, I'm never going to get a blackout because. You know, of this one square that happened the first week, right? right? I think it's like one of them was uh, the first lip sync is an up tempo, right? Well, there's been a lot of debate about that. I think oh. I think we've had so many people ask, "Is that an up tempo song?" <sighs> it's a mid tempo. Some people, I said yes because it was like, all right, sure. <laughs> someone brought like if you ask Googled, mom, and she says no. You go to dad, go, and he says yes. exactly because I'm like, yeah, sure. Like I am not gonna, uh, I am not gonna debate Drag Race Bingo unless it's egregious, you know. Yeah, well, but I will say, Marys, you can always go and get a new bingo board and and just fill in the ones because we're doing blackout bingo now. That's so true. It, it kind of doesn't matter. So just f- find a bingo board that doesn't have that fucking square on it, right? And then and then see and how you can continue to be part of the game. Now, I think what would be helpful for those folks and for anybody still playing is to run through, if you've got that list, the because every, oh, everyone's bingo board is randomized. So everyone's is different, obviously. But we do have a master list of potential bingo uh, oh. boards. Oh, oh, you mean the terms? The term, the thing, like, if, like if you've got your board out right now, we can you can double check to make sure that you've marked off the all the ones we've called out as being as having already happened this season. Great. Okay. Um, so here's full tea. I did not design the bingo board, right? I I sent it to Sister Mary Billy. So I don't know if there are some that he eliminated or not. But I'm gonna read you what what I sent him. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I think I because I was able to see like the coding of it, and I think the list looks pretty pretty much the same. I don't think he deleted okay. any of them. Yeah. All right. So do you want me to read all of them, or should I just the ones that have okay. been that have happened? Uh, conversations about mothers and fathers, twins lip syncing against each other. Uh, RuPaul tries to brand a queen. Vivian West Wu. Uh, girl group challenge. Reveal during a lip sync. Double premiere. Reference to chocolate. RuPaul dances. Snatch Game has one really obscure celebrity. <laughs> 
And it and it's like if they're you know because my original feeling was like uh that's so subjective but yep. you know what at this point and you called last week a ball challenge which I wouldn't have right yeah so like yeah so whatever it's like if you consider it a ball mark it off you don't consider it a ball don't mark it off I don't care acting challenge someone in the cast can't sew uh, a callback to past seasons and. Did you get reference to chocolate? I did say that one. Okay. Uh, and then there is a delusional queen. Okay. All right. Well, those are... So if... if And that would be Malaysia this episode. Oh, I guess that's fair. Ouch. Because, you know, mistress calls her delusional. So I think yeah, that's, no, I know. You know no, it, it, it counts. It's fair. And she leaned into it at the start of the episode. Like, if anybody needs help sewing... <laughs> oh, get your dresses made by Jada Shada Hudson. Absolutely. <laughs> I, that's a quote that stuck with me. Get your dresses made by Jada Shetta Hudson. Yes. That's great. <laughs> that's great. So, all right, folks, if you have any questions on bingo, let us know. But I would say, yeah, going forward, if you get bingo, you don't have to. You can send it to us if you want to share. Oh, yeah, want, let us Absolutely. Know. Yeah. But don't yeah. feel like that's like a requirement to keep playing. Only if you feel like sharing. Yeah, you could feel like sharing. Also, don't feel disappointed. You know, uh, just do one thing at a time. Don't feel disappointed if you did not win bingo. Our Drag Race, sorry, Drag Race, our All Right Mary merch will be coming out soon. And you can still buy it. You can still buy it. You just won't be getting it for free. For free. Right. For free. And yeah, so, and maybe we'll do something like this again. So it won't be your oh, last Oh, I chance. hope we do. I think yeah. this has been uh, received really, really well. And I know more people will play. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, Mary's again if you have any thoughts on this episode or if you've you know uh, you have a bingo you have a blackout board uh, you can let us know at allrightmarypod on Instagram or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com you can also email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com and if you want I'm on Instagram at Johnny also and you can find more of me and my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, tweeting out on Best Supporting Actresses. Or you can find me on Instagram at Drucker underscore. Or you can get more of both of us, including Nuance, the All Right Mary after show, where the conversation continues at patreon.com slash All Right Mary. All Right Mary, our last chance lip sync because... She's having a moment right now in pop culture, which I'll talk more about on Nuance. This is a Linda Ronstadt song called Silver Threads and Golden Needles. I thought this would be appropriate, not just because Linda Ronstadt is having a, a very well-deserved moment right now in pop culture, especially gay culture, but because of the word golden in the title. <laughs> Yes, and and they and, they and it's a country a, song, so it's also, song. It, it fits. Yeah, yeah. It fits. And yeah. they did a design challenge last week, so it even fits <laughs> there. How do you like that? Um, I love Linda Ronstadt. My dad loves her even more. For people that know me personally, they know that every single Christmas I have to play Desperado while my father, quote unquote, sings and then cries and then has to go up to his room. Oh my God. Uh, every it, Christmas. And this Christmas was very special because he sang, he sang it with my niece, um, you know, who's 11. And, oh, he was, he was a, a, a pool of tears. Couldn't even get to Blue Bayou. Oh, we did sing Blue Bayou. Thank God. <laughs> Jesus, it's not a Christmas without Blue Bayou. That was Leah. That's Leah's favorite Linda Ronstadt song. So oh, uh, I love Blue Bayou. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I, I played Blue Bayou while they, 
quote unquote sang it. You know, it's hard for an 11 year old to sing along with two men with changed voices, right? Because she doesn't know which octave to sing in yet necessarily, um, especially now with music education the way it is. Oh my God, don't get me started. But like, she's not learning how to use her head voice in school all the time, which is pissing me off. But anyway, so she was singing in our octave, wasn't always on pitch. It's hard. Linda Ronstadt's hard to sing. So, Yeah, hey, you're no Peter, Paul, and Mary, but there's time. No, th- there is... There is time. Yeah. But you got the Mary part. <laughs> All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Enjoy Lena Ronstadt, Mary's, and we will see you next week, Annabelle. Party, party, tatins. Hello. <laughs>